you will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're body. We've been a part of that too, but not anymore. At body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a, this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B O D I dot com. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. This episode is sponsored by Organifi. Go to Organifi.com slash Real Moms and use code Real Moms to get 20% off your order. And TGIF, uh, happy September. I am a full believer that it's not fall till after my birthday, which is September 8th. Um, I like to think I'm a late summer baby, so I'm not embracing fall yet. But if you're getting those pumpkins out, it's okay. Um, But before we dive into fall fun, let's talk about the heat uh, that's happening in Southern Charm as um, there's a lot of tension going on. I mean, who thought a Friendsgiving could be so um, full of conflict? I know. Well, we're actually getting a preview of fall with the Friendsgiving. I'm shocked that you've only been to one Friendsgiving. You know, it's funny because um, I think it's one of those things that like some people, they just like set it up like right after college and it's like a tradition they've had. And a lot of my friends and my husband's friends did Mizzou games. And so their, our fall was always so busy with going to Mizzou football games, which is where Vanessa and I went to college that by the time, you know, Friendsgiving season rolled around, we all had been hanging out so much and it was like a weekend free was so rare. Um, so yeah, I've only been to one. Um, oh my gosh, it's so I fun. Know. I love, love Friendsgiving. So my group of core group of friends here in Kansas City, we've been doing it. I mean, since been doing it for like ever since you moved yeah. there. Yeah, since I've moved there pretty much like four to five years. Um, gradually kids are getting like brought into it where it's like turning into a slumber party. So it's like evolving as our lives <laughs> evolve a little bit, but it's something I love. So I was surprised that Paige has never been to one. Maybe it's just not a thing in New York. I'm sure that's not the case, but I was yeah, one um, other thing I will say. So I, I don't do a Friendsgiving, um, but there's a group. Well, my high school group, we always do a Christmas brunch. Um, and then my husband's like friends, wives who are now my friends. I hate, I should stop saying that my friends, um, we do a Christmas girls dinner. So I think maybe Christmas is more our thing, even though Thanksgiving is actually my favorite holiday. You know, it's my least favorite, but Friendsgiving has made it better for me. And I mean, guys, we're going into tangents here. I know let's, let's dive in. Okay. So dive into, um, page. I love Southern charm energy page. I think it's kind of nice to see her activated in different ways. I enjoyed her, you know, she's a basic beige Betty and that she only likes to wear black. And I just kind of like this New Yorker in this environment. I feel like in Southern charm, she more lets everyone else's like 
boldness and just personality come forward. And she usually like hangs back a little bit and mostly like sits in her bed and eats snacks. And so just like you said, to see like New York page in Charleston, I feel like we're getting the best of Paige where I'll be honest in summer house. Sometimes I don't necessarily enjoy her. I've always liked her, but I feel like in the past couple of seasons, I'm like, come on Paige, you're kind of like just sort of like a bump on a log. Um, and now I'm, I'm really enjoying her in Southern charm. I mean, the fact that like, I don't know. I just think she's really funny. Her and Craig together. I will say, I mean, they are really are cute. Like when he took the picture of her and she was like, this is how I'd be as a mom. Like the fact that they both just openly say those things, it makes you realize it if you weren't sure this relationship is for real, it really is for real. And obviously they're pretty comfortable and confident with each other. If they're talking about like having babies and neither one of them is like, wait a minute, like running for the Hills. Um, I don't know. They're just really cute together. I think they're really cute. And I think it's very much a, I don't want to say full blown opposites attract, but it's like her strengths, like they balance each other out. Yes. Like I, yeah. I feel like too, as a partner, I mean, I'm not in their relationship in their room, but I also feel like Paige, it probably isn't hesitant to call him out on things. Like she was quick to be like, no, that's inappropriate to have coffee with Naomi. Like I yeah. think she can go head to head with Craig and isn't afraid to kind of speak her mind. It's interesting seeing her on Southern Charm versus Craig on Summer House because Craig on Summer House we see him kind of be a dick and kind of gaslight her. Yeah. It's like, he but, doesn't really know how he fits in where she just like was so confident in her place with the group. Of yeah. I blame term. alcohol on a lot of that. Not saying Craig should get a full blown pass, but I feel like alcohol induced arguments are just bad all around. Anyhow, um, going, you know, into the Friendsgiving setup, I was kind of surprised why Vanita wasn't invited. I was too, because I didn't think her and Austin had any like beef with one another and they never really seemed to like, I mean, I don't think they seem super close, but it doesn't seem like they didn't get along. Uh, I have to wonder if maybe some of it is the influence of Olivia and that we didn't see that on camera, but knowing that Olivia and Vanita, I know they said they buried the hatchet, but I think Olivia doesn't necessarily enjoy Vanita. Um, so that could be some of it or Maybe he just feels like every time Vanita has been around, she's been involved in some drama with the girls. I I'm really not sure. I was very surprised. She wasn't invited yeah, it just there. Kind of unnecessary and what, you know, better holiday to yeah. bring someone together is a Friendsgiving, but she didn't seem that bothered by it. So I guess I'm not either. Um, we finally get the return of Catherine. Catherine yeah. has been like in and out this season. It's been kind of weird. Her storyline She's been there, not there. I don't know, but Catherine's back. And um, what'd you take about her recipes that she brought? Uh, that like jelly meat. So that is like a very Midwest recipe. You've never had it? No, I have. After I said that out loud, I was like, wait, oh. no, I have had it. And they are actually really good. They are really good. I don't use ketchup though. I use, um, this is from my mom. I like, literally, I feel like this was like, you know, when crock pots like really yes. were big in like the early nineties and everyone's mom was like, it's a crock pot meal, another crock pot meal, which I will tell you. Um, being on like having a newborn newborn and maternity leave, like I have like found a new love for my crock pot. Like there's just so many things you can do. But um, my mom would always use um, cocktail sauce, the Heinz cocktail sauce with the grape jelly. And that's what she put in her meatballs. But they really are delicious. I didn't have those until an adult because obviously I grew up like my Dominican parents <laughs> are cooking Dominican food. And I don't think my mom has ever touched a crock pot, but I've had them as an adult and they are good. I feel like at the work crock pots functions or like yeah, oh, Super Bowl party, yeah. those types of events when I've had it. I thought it was a kind of a random thing to bring to it, Friendsgiving. 
I was just going to say, I love them. I would not put them on my Friendsgiving menu. When I think of like an appetizer for like a Friendsgiving, um, I think of more of like a hearty dip or um, like a cheese board type of thing. Yeah, like I was going to say charcuterie. Yeah. yeah. Like I just don't think of the meatballs. Um, other than that, though, I thought what everybody brought, like I was like, oh, okay. Like it's not necessarily what I always have at my Thanksgiving meals, but I know other people have them. So I feel like they did a good job of representing all of Thanksgiving, yeah, um, except for, for the sure. banana pudding. I'm wondering if that's a Southern thing. Cause that's I would probably do a Southern thing. I would do pies at my friend's giving. If yeah, I had no, one. that's true. That's probably a Southern thing. I yeah. thought it was kind of funny how Paige was like so visceral and like, I don't like that. Like what Naomi brought. I was like, damn Paige. You're really- I just, I know. I thought it was like, I think it was like anything that like, no, Naomi was like, Oh, I'll try that. I like that. She was quick to be like, I don't like it. Like that punch. Like I'm not a rum person either, but I probably would have tried it. Like, I mean, more so because Austin, the host made it and like his sister helped. And I do think it's like sister. Maybe it's because we only see her in small doses. I really like his sister. I kind of want her on the show more. I actually loving that you're saying this. Fuck Marcy. Yeah. Katie. Sorry, Marcy. Yeah. Bring on on family. If we're going to do family that let's bring on Katie. I bring on Katie, bring on Katie. Um, I also love, and I actually agreed with Shep with this. I like wrote this down in my notes and then Shep literally said it. Craig is like, man, that man has so much confidence to convince you that he knows what he's doing when he in fact does not. Um, (laughs) when it comes to cooking, that seems to be his thing. And this Turkey was no different. Um, I like, okay. So my brother-in-law and husband, um, when we, I do Thanksgiving other, every other year in Kansas city, I don't know why I said that. Um, but when we're to get, so every other year, um, my brother-in-law and my husband will fry the Turkey and it is kind of like a big deal to the point where my brother-in-law says the years were not there. He doesn't fry it on his own because like, it's just a lot like setting it up. Like you need someone else's help. And it's not something like you just do if you don't know what you're doing, like setting up the fryer. And he wasn't like really sure. I'm like, I just was like, this is how fires start and people get burned. And like, I, I was just kind of surprised it actually all worked out because yeah. I mean, it's just funny to me. Like he's so concerned about getting salmonella and like getting yeah. sick, but like not concerned as concerned about like dying and blowing up the party. And like, <laughs> I don't know. It's just like the juxtaposition of the two is like very funny to me. Um, let's get to the juice of the episode though. Yes. We get to this confrontation between Paige and Naomi. Naomi is feeling the tension from Paige. She's like, I feel like she's being standoffish. And then she asked Paige to come outside and have a chat. I think Naomi is being your classic um, Southern debutante where it's like all about appearances. And it's like, well, I'm going to make it look like I made an effort to be nice to you because I don't think you're being nice to me. But she wasn't prepared for New York Paige. Like, I think she's used to having these fake artificial conversations with people in Charleston where it's like, I've noticed that you're not like really liking me. And they're just like, oh no, I do like you. Like, let's just start over. Okay. And then like, they go back to the same old shit. And so I think Naomi was really taken aback when Paige was like, okay, you saying this insinuates this. And then you did this, which insinuates that. And I'm just going to ask you, do you have feelings for Craig? Uh, But I do love at the end of it where Paige was like, I mean, honestly, like, I want to be able to ask you where you got your clothes. And I'm sure to some people it seems like so like shallow, but to any woman out there, like that really is like the level you want to be at. With yeah. People. Well, she was being so upfront and I loved that she got to the meat of you guys recently hooked up like yeah. Naomi, like, duh, you guys recently hooked up. 
And regardless if it's for the show or not, you're still like engaging with my boyfriend and timeline wise. If this is November or October, whenever they filmed like Craig and page became official in like September. So it's still like fairly fresh of them being like official and they had hooked up Naomi and Craig hooked up in the summer. So it's not like it's been a year or like even six months. It's semi recently. So I, I loved how direct page was. I also loved how direct she was like, we're not going to be friends and like call each other to have coffee. But if I'm at a party, I do want to ask you where, if, where you got your outfits, those are really nice pants. Like I just kind of like how she kind of cut the bullshit and we don't always get that from page on summer house in some situations I'm thinking of Hannah's time on the show. Oh, for sure. But I appreciated it here. I I really liked it too. I, um, yeah, I liked her directness. I liked her confidence. I think she was just like, I know that Craig wouldn't cheat on me, but I think you're making things awkward and weird. And I'm going to have a talk with you, Naomi about it. Like, I just, I, I really liked that and appreciated that. Um, looking forward into next week into Southern Charm, we see more of Shep being an asshole. And we're really getting like glimpses into why they Taylor and Shep didn't work out. I mean, the fact that he kept his Raya uh, account. I, mean, I just can't. And they're apparently, I mean, we can mention this. I, well, I don't even think it's worth discussing too much on our Patreon, but he, I mean, I think they're going to get back together. I think they're, I think Taylor being young and dumb and naive, I say dumb with love because I think when you're young, you just have. Yeah higher hopes and I can change him. I think she is there in that weird roller coaster ride of a breakup. Like we're broken up, but we're talking to each other. You text me. They haven't officially cold, like full blown cut it off. Yeah. I mean, they've been spotted out together and I've noticed that like, you'll see glimpses of Shep and her stories. So yeah, I agree. I think she's going to, I think he's going to say he's changed. Um, I also think she just wants to keep being part of the show. And if he's, if she's not dating him, I don't really see her being part of the show. So um, there's some of that too, but uh, I'm really looking forward to that reunion uh, because Taylor is technically full-time. So she will be there and they will have to talk with one each other and answer some tough questions. We get to see Shep squirm, which I don't know in a reunion aside from Kim versus Madison that we've seen like Andy grill Shep. I feel no, like Austin he, and Craig have gotten the brunt of it the yeah. last couple seasons. So I'm kind of excited to see Shep back in the hot seat. Uh, same. I think it'll be good. It'll, it's, it's needed. Um, what's not needed is some of the um, fighting and drama that's happening on Beverly Hills. Um, okay. Let's just start at the beginning. Um, Diana and her energy cleansers that she doesn't said she doesn't even understand what they do to me this is somebody who just wants the extra attention and to be like i'm so rich look at me spend money on stuff i don't even know what's going on i i just you have too much money i just think like wow really this is like where you're gonna spend your money on one hand like i'm like wow that's that's pretty rich for you to like show up and your all your clothes are hung up and you're just (laughs) there like there's a candle lit for you like a nice ass candle you and i love candles but really to pay extra money, like, can I get on that payroll? Like, I'm happy to like sage some places and just chant some words. Well, yeah. Cause she was like, she doesn't even know what they do. Like she, I don't even know if she watches them. I think she's just like, okay. Like, you know, like now I want you to clean, like clean the energy or whatever. And then she just assumes it's done. Yeah. Put me on that payroll for sure. 
I, I also just don't like Diana. So anytime she, they give her like extra attention, I'm like, why are we doing this? No, for sure. I mean, yeah, it's, it's like the least, she's like the least relatable person continues to be with her antics and things. Um, Kyle Maurizio, the putting green Kyle's face, like lit up my Kyle, my husband, as I was watching, he's like, Oh, they have a putting green. Like, I know my boys would love that. Like, that's like their favorite thing. They're always playing golf in our front yard. Um, those are the moments when you're like, okay, like I know money doesn't like buy happiness, but my kids would be pretty happy in that house. Um, Oh yeah. And I love the little replica of their own house. I kept, I was like, oh my gosh, how cute is that? Just that's when you just have so much like fuck you money. Um, good good for them. Just good, <laughs> good for, them. for them. Good for them. Maurizio is coming on the trip. He's doing some stuff, and he's like, you know, traveling with the girls. I loved his comment. Like, I was like, I told my Kyle, I was like, that's gonna be you because you're in a house full of girls. Like, Kyle, my husband's very comfortable being the only dude with girls. Like, I feel like certain men can do it versus others. But he's not like Sergio. I just want to clarify. <laughs> he's not like a Sergio energy. He's Kyle more does not, Mauricio. Yeah. I was <laughs> like, Kyle does not insert himself into girl strips. He's just invited and sometimes attends. Yeah. Um, what did you think of Kathy's airport look? I loved it. I thought it was, I mean, that woman just lives by her own rules, good or bad. And I would never be caught dead in like slippers, but she probably flew private. This woman's not. No, she said she wasn't. She, her. Oh. Cause so Kyle had said that she was somewhere else. So she fly com- commercial and Nikki had texted her helping her mom make a connection in an airport. I forgot which, but she made some joke about how like challenging it is to like help Kathy in a real airport setting. Oh shit. Well, just kidding. I totally, um, missed Yeah. That. And that's that why detail. Kyle was like, Oh my God, did you wear that? People were going to recognize you. And she's like, no, they won't. I was wearing oh, a yeah, mask. Yeah, yeah. You're right. She said that. Yep. I'm wearing a mask. Like why would they write it? recognize me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Um, you know, I thought it was like you said, really relatable. I would never wear slippers, but you do. You. Want to. I, feel, I feel like as you get older, I feel like you just have fewer fucks. Like you just do not care. And Kathy's obviously living in that moment. Oh yeah. Kathy doesn't care at all. The only thing she cares about is if you call her a liar, a thief or a pedophile, which, um, the first two, I agree. I don't, think I've ever accused somebody of being a pedophile. I might accuse someone of being a liar. I don't think I've ever accused somebody of being a thief, but w- with that group, you know, people have been, I just, everyone was dying all the women's reaction. And I just think that's such a random thing to throw out there. Like the three things that you can't call Kathy. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, very, very random. You know, I wonder if it has to do with like, she was close to Michael Jackson. I was just thinking that. Yeah. And I wonder, I mean, but it doesn't make sense, but I wonder if that's just, she was lived through that and probably had conversations regarding that. I don't know. Oh, one more Kathy take before we get into the meat of the drama. Um, as you have sisters, what would you do if you visited your home and they had you sleep in bunk beds? Would you be that cool with it? No. Um, I, I wouldn't <laughs> like quickly. Have, I, you're like, no, <laughs> no, I just, I wouldn't have done that to uh, my sister. I think I would have said like, obviously I'm giving my sister this room. You guys can have the bunk beds, even if the bunk beds are super comfortable. Now that being said in my house, some like when, before I had Henry and like all of my family came in town, the only bed available for my younger sister was the bottom bunk or the couch. Um, because we just don't, I don't have a million guest rooms and I have a big family. She did sleep on the bottom bunk. Um, so I guess I've done that, but like, if there were other rooms available, like I wouldn't like give my sister the bottom bunk and then give everybody else a nice bedroom in my vacation home. I thought that was a little bizarre. 
Yeah. It was a little weird. And I'm surprised that Kathy just went along with it. I mean, clearly Kathy's not shy to be like, no, like I don't need this. And it kind of makes me wonder, like, was she actually even staying there? But who knows? I don't think she was to the like need of all that. And maybe it's just like for show. Um, So then the women come over. Oh, actually, I want to get your opinion. What do you think of her Aspen house? Oh, I love the house. I think it's beautiful. Um, I like that. I like how she said it's only four bedrooms. It's not super big. We don't want a ton of people staying with us. I was kind of surprised that it wasn't more massive. Um, just knowing how their house is in Beverly Hills and just knowing obviously they can afford a bigger home, but I kind of like that they have a more reasonable size, um, vacation home. I mean, again, this is a multi-million dollar home in Aspen, but I thought it was really pretty. I, I loved it. Yeah, I thought it was, it seemed very cozy and yeah. very like rusticky, like very Aspen. Very yeah, Aspen. Very yeah. Aspen. Um, so then, you know, the women come over. Uh, Mauricio is outside in six degrees, um, grilling. Um, Which, I, that I would like, be that, my husband. Like he like barbecues year round. Oh my, I was like, well, also, I was like, Mauricio is definitely high. Like when they started having conversation regarding the corn. I yeah, was like he is high as a guy right now. And I'm sure when he came home from the store, he also stopped by a shop. Like, <laughs> I mean, they're in Colorado. They're getting the good shit. Let's be honest. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, so then they start, you know, of course they're like, let's do a Ouija board. Um, <laughs> and then Kyle, I just felt like her entire, like she was such a shit disturber and also and just felt like self self-producing a bit. I agree. It was so obvious. Like the question she was asking, even all the other women were like looking at each other and then in their interviews are like, come on, Kyle. Like, it felt like she was really trying to force something to happen. And I think what she, I think she was more trying to get it to be about Garcelle, Erica and Sutton. And then unexpectedly the, the true slithering snake, Diana um, comes forward and it was just like blatantly like rude. I get like wanting to be honest, but there's a way you can deliver honesty without just being so just mean and like disregarding of other people's feelings. I felt so bad for Sutton and I couldn't believe, I mean, really the only person semi standing up was for her was Garcelle and Garcelle was more saying like, that's not nice. Like, you know, but Dorit and Kyle had just had a conversation about how they didn't want Sutton to feel like it was everyone against her. They felt bad for her about the way things had been going. Like she doesn't necessarily do the best job defending herself, but that she didn't deserve the way some of these like conversations and situations have gone. And then they all just sat there and let Diana just lay into her. I felt so bad for Sutton. It It was horrible. It was straight up bullying. It was nasty. It was honestly disgusting. Um, listen, like, I think you can have an open dialogue about miscarriages. And also I think you're allowed to have feelings in terms of saying like Sutton that hurt me because of X. However, I do not think Sutton deserved that type of retaliation that she received from Diana. I think Diana calling her a see you next Tuesday, followed by Erica cackling um, outright, like evil cackle. And everyone just kind of sat there stunned. Like no one just said, Hey guys, that's inappropriate. Like stop. Like, and Sutton's just there. Like she's an easy target when you kind of gang up on her like that. She's not a Kenya Moore. Who's going to like snap back and be like, bitch. No, you know, like she's an easier target in that regard. So uh, it was gross. Honestly, it was really gross and really disappointing to me that 
no one defended her. I mean, yes, Garcelle did to an extent, and maybe there's going to be a deleted scene that we're going to fucking get. And we're going to be like, why wasn't this on the show? But it was really nasty. It like everyone that's DM'd us about it has said, like, I don't even like Sutton. That was terrible to watch. Like it just like, I think anybody would have felt bad for that situation. And I understand like she just sat there and I think she was just fighting back tears. And because a couple of people like, why was she so silent? I think she was afraid that she was just going to full on sob and break down. So she just had to sit there and like, try to not, I mean, you could see the tears welling up in her eyes. She was trying so hard not to sob and just like completely break down. And she just sat there and took it. And like, it made me just so sad for her. And it was just so terrible to watch. And then what I didn't think was like nice then, or I, what I was very two-faced to me, Kyle, who got mad that people weren't being honest. Once Diana left, then she goes over and gives Sutton a hug. I'm like, well, where the fuck were you? And I love Kyle, but where were you when Diana was just going off on her and everyone sat there and just let it happen? I, it's just like unbelievable. I saw like, again, like we're, we love Kyle and I'm not even like trying to be a Kyle apologist, but this is like disappointing behavior from our, our Beverly Hills <laughs> queen that we love. But it's like, you know, Garcelle's son gets told to fuck off and you laugh it off because Erica like needs to lighten up. But then this continues to behavior and then nothing happens. It's just like, it makes no sense. And it's so hypocritical. And I just, I just so desperately need the Fox four five Fox cannot talk Fox force five to have a shift in alliances and a disruption and people need to start calling people out. And I think we're going to see it. I mean, it looks like everyone's kind of holding Erica accountable and saying like, I, I kind of like, I think crystal spearheads it from what it looks like was like, you should give those earrings back. Um, and then that like Erica does herself no favors. And I do like the scene where Kyle's like, I can't defend you for this. I'm like, finally, Kyle, like saying something that's like uh, accurate and relatable regarding Erica or really regarding anybody in the Fox Force 5. Um, so I'm looking forward to next weekend or next week to really understanding what happened during this trip. We know that, you know, a lot of people left um, unhappy and left not as friends. So it, it'll be interesting to see how this shift happens. Um, for those of you wondering um, what's going on with Erica Renna on Instagram, I just want to make a little like editor's note. I like will... you called her Erica Renna. <laughs> oh, um, well, it's like the basically together. Sorry, uh, Erica and Renna. But for everyone who's wondering what's going on with Renna um, on Instagram and social media, we'll be talking about that. Not to, you know, do a plug, but we will be talking about that on our Patreon. Um and before we dive into Dubai, uh, we just want to do a quick little advertisement for the partnership that we've been talking about um, for several episodes with Organifi. It is just such a great way to incorporate just healthy decisions into your life. I've talked about how it's like hard to really get fruit and vegetables into my diet right now with a newborn at home. Uh, but just really more than anything, it's just about making yourself feel good. Uh, I just feel better when I eat better. We all know what it's like when you have the the greasy cheeseburger and fries and you just feel like lethargic and kind of like a blob shortly after. So just such a great way to pick yourself up. I have been living on the red drink, which is just a little bit of an afternoon uh, energy boost without that crash that I get from coffee, um, which I mean, I will say I still love my coffee in the morning, but I think a little bit of a boost in the afternoon is always needed. Um, so to try out Organifi for yourself and get 20% off, go to Organifi.com slash real moms, use code real moms at checkout. Uh, all right, let's talk about the Dubai reunion part one. Um, I had really two big things that stood out to me. And you may uh, note of this too. I mean, I just honestly, I will say, guys, 
I was giving so much hope for this part one. I was like, all right, <laughs> it's going to like really like, you know, we're really going to get into it. And honestly, just kind of reinforced the lackluster season. But the first thing that was discussed and you guys know how passionate I am. It's like truly become like a life mission of mine to inform and educate on preeclampsia and discussing my experiences. And um, there's no way in hell given Stanberry's age and how severe it sounded like her preeclampsia was that she is going to be carrying that child. I think she knows that deep down inside and it's like kind of low key manipulating Sergio knowing that this is going to be a surrogate. There's no way in hell this woman's going to be pregnant in the next two years. I'm sorry. No, no, there's no way at all. I think. And then she was saying like, she doesn't want to use surrogacy because it's not allowed in Dubai. And then she would have to like be there and then basically just be like handed the baby and miss out on the process. I was kind of surprised that maybe this got edited out. I mean, when Andy had been surrogacy wasn't allowed in New York. And so he, Ben was born in California and he kind of went through a similar process where he couldn't be there for every appointment. I was wondering if maybe he would have shared kind of his experience with it and how he made himself feel part of it, even though, you know, he couldn't physically be there. Uh, but yeah, no one, no one's believing that Stanberry is going to carry this child. Um, oh, no. I mean, she's 46. I just looked up how old she is. She's 46. And they're going to do one more round of IVF because they only have one embryo right now. So I just, I just don't buy, obviously I wish them the best and their decision. I'm just like, you're not fooling anybody. Um, This isn't, you're not going to, for your health, honestly, like me saying this less more about her vapidness, but just for her health, there's no way in hell she's going to be carrying that kid. I completely agree. Um, The other thing that like stood out to me, uh, I loved that. I mean, I love Chanel Ion, but I love that Lisa and Chanel Ion were called the two highlighters. I just thought that was such a, like, I didn't, I noticed they both were in bright, but when they, they threw that out there, that honestly made me laugh. The rest yeah. of the reunion, I agree with you. It was very disappointing. I felt like we focused too much on like Caroline Brooks and Sarah. I was like, why are they like, why are we talking so much about their like journey to becoming friends? Um, and really at the end of the day, the only thing that was like, worth talking about and discussing is really Caroline and Chanel Ion. And I appreciated how Chanel Ion tried to like expose Caroline at every attempt, every chance she could. But even like when she was saying like, did Sergio even, she didn't, he didn't even play for Madrid. How did he get paid? It's like, okay, if you don't really know anything about him, like he did, you know, he was a member of the Madrid team. He just never played. I think anybody who understands professional sports knows you get paid for your for your contract, not for your playing time. But like just that kind of, I was like, oh my God, this is how this reunion is going to go. This is a pointless reunion. No, it just, yeah. I thought, and yeah, Sarah like finally showed up. Um, Nina, I'm like, girl, bye. <laughs> like eat your French fries and yeah. goodbye. Um, and then Stanberry fell so fucking flat with her book of lies, like Lisa's lies and like yeah. putting on her glasses. Like that was such a like, oh, I'm going to create this viral moment from this reunion and it's like girl (laughs) that was so like forced and like it just was bad it was bad like we said before i'm fucking over the receipts um i'm i'm tired of the gimmicks like fight with your words not with your props um i could agree more let's move on to atlanta um I just love that we start off with like some of the women getting together and Sonia admits that she tried to go for Kenya and she was not prepared at all. And then, but I will say, and then she turns around and calls Kenya, puts her on the spot. What was interesting though, is Kenya was not prepared for Sonia. 
um, in that moment. I love how she's like, I need to wake up. This was honestly, guys, like if you haven't been, this was probably one of the funniest episodes of Atlanta this season, the funniest. I was dying through every moment. Um, Then, you know, we get to Sheree, who's a fucking hot mess with the she by Sheree. Like, who knows if it's going to be spring, summer by the time we actually see it? Because not only is she having someone in Alaska making her stuff, she has this badass Rowan um, who goes head to head with Kenya. And it like killed me watching that scene of them um, testing out the models. Sonia should have took like needs to take notes from Rowan because she like did not care about did not give an F what Kenya thought, Kenya's opinion, it meant nothing to her. And it was hilarious. It just made me laugh. Like she had so many zingers. She's like, you have to have a budget for real models. Like said, that's so cold. Yeah. Did it, you know, she's like, um, well, like had no problem telling Kenya, this is the way I do it. I loved how she, she just goes confetti. Yeah. (laughs) The most monotone voice. Rowan is a star. She is the star. And I hope we see her in the next episode. Um, I also loved Kenya's um, just like clapbacks to just the whole she by Sheree saying she's got a million dollars to a collection agency. I mean, if she's truly spent a million dollars, then Sheree shouldn't be creating businesses because she spent a million dollars and has produced nothing. Oh my God. Yeah. It's going to be, and I mean, I'm just laughing at all. I was dying even to like the invitations, like the whole party that she threw that she did stop throwing. Um, And then she's like, oh, here are the invitations with the little outfits. And I thought all of it, like candy was like making, killed me with it. And she's like, maybe she should be designing Barbie clothes. That was the best. Uh, That was just such a great comeback. Um, what did you think about Ralph? I mean, he just is continuing on this excuse for not adopting. And his whole thing is that Elijah, or is that his name? No, I'm not sure. It's okay. I know. I know. You know, Drew's son. Um, he's saying like his dad didn't want him um, to adopt him. And it's like, okay, well, his dad hasn't really been part of his life as we've seen in previous seasons. And not that he doesn't have a say, but your wife is wanting you to adopt your stepson, your stepson's wanting you to adopt him. You're writing a book about being a great step parent. Like it just like, I don't know. I mean, Ralph is just nothing but deceit and smoke and mirrors. And it's just so obvious. And I, I hope Drew doesn't like kind of try to defend him as she did in the previous reunion and kind of says like, yeah, I don't know why he's not adopting me either. I would have, I would prefer that he would. Like, I well, just think there's no defending that. Isn't he getting out of like any sort of financial responsibilities? Like, even yeah. if they live together and he's contributing, but like on a, from a paper legal standpoint, right? Yeah. So by not adopting him too, like if something happens to Drew and Ralph, then Ralph is not financially responsible for Drew's son. Which is why yeah, I have like, to wonder, one, you know, like it's just yeah. kind of a little sus when you think about it. I a thousand couldn't agree more with you. I think he is smoke and mirrors. I think he's a fraud and he is trash. And I can, I cannot wait to see um, the cookie continue to crumble with him and just him continuing to be more exposed because as we know, the most like egotistical delusional people think they can go on reality TV and get away with shit when we all know that's not the case. Yes. Um, all right. Let's the final piece of this puzzle for this episode, Apollo. I actually appreciated that he was giving Sheree advice about, you know, just an involvement with a man who's been in prison. Like I was like, okay, you know what? Honestly, Apollo having a conversation with her right now makes sense. I just thought it was super funny to me that he had his tiny ass scarf 
Like I, I just was laughing at the little, little tiny <laughs> scarf. Like I have, um, Camila has a baby Yoda and the baby Yoda is like the same baby Yoda scarf. Oh my like, God. Was- now I'm dead. That, that is very true. That's like <laughs> it, the size of the scarf. Yeah. It's the size of the scarf. No, I appreciate it. It's just like an interesting dynamic. I mean, uh, there's some people out there who think this is planting the seeds for Phaedra's comeback. Um, Candy recently said that she will not like she's she Candy of all the housewives. Truthfully, I feel like she's so like grounded in her business and work ethic. Like if housewives is not her only identity, like she has so many other yeah, things going on. She doesn't that she's need not it. Impact. She doesn't need it. So I think like it's just going to be very interesting to see what happens. I kind of could see how it could be an easy way for Phaedra to kind of get back in and started planting those seeds, but I don't know. I don't know. I, I, it was interesting to see him come back and now he's going to model and whatever. And then we see Tyrone show up in, in next week's episode. So that will be very the finale. Yeah. Finale. Um, all right. Now it is time to talk about our shout outs of the week. I am giving my shout out this week to, I mean, this is a big title to put out there, but I think she's deserved it. One of the best, if not the best female athlete in our time, Serena Williams, she is killing it right now at the open. I was saying to my husband earlier this morning, cause they were talking about her on the today show. I don't know if men can truly appreciate what it takes to have a child, have your body change permanently so much. Like even if you're back to like, you know, your same weight as you were pre-baby, your, your body just changes and your energy level. And the fact that she's had a kid almost died during childbirth and has come back and is competing at the level she's competing at her age too. It's like, she's just phenomenal. And I feel lucky to like be watching her in my lifetime. Oh, I just got chills. That was going to be my shout out. Oh, well, you can still do it. Yeah, no, I can still. I just think I played tennis in high school. Um, It's been my sport, something that I love the game. And it's such a mental game. Um, You really can get in your own head and be your own worst enemy. And to just see her do it all. Like she said, like, you know, there's no target on her back. She has nothing to lose. And she's playing her heart out. She's 40. She's a mom. Like, I just think she. I just think she's continuing to break down barriers and just show like what women are capable of. And it's very, very inspiring. Even if you're not a tennis fan, I highly recommend watching. Cause it's just like, wow, it's just amazing. I, I she's playing tonight. I cannot wait. I'm going to have my popcorn ready. Um, I'm going to have my wine and cheer her on. I'm just so excited to see where she goes. Yeah, I'm, I agree. I just, and it makes me kind of sad and also happy at the same time that this is, you know, she's retiring and now she gets to spend the rest of her life just being a mom and just like basking in all of her accomplishments and the glory that she's deserved. Um, I also want to say I'm obsessed with her husband, Alexis. Oh. I love how he, how he loves her and their daughter. I think they're the sweetest family. And I just love that. I think for a male to have like such a a wife who's like Serena Williams, who has like so strong, dominant, like a badass and for him to not be emasculated by it and just be her number one supporter is like really sweet to watch. I love that too. I'll be honest. um, I don't think I've ever said this on the show. I'm the, like the breadwinner in our family. And a lot of times Kevin's friends will be like, Oh my God, how do you feel about that? And he's always been like, well, her success is my success. We're married. And I think a man who recognizes that and sees that is like what we need more of. I 
I agree. I could go on and on and on. We could do like a bonus episode on like all the reasons why we love Serena and her family and Venus too. Like, I love that they're doing doubles together. And like, you know, Venus is older than Serena and is still playing amazing. Like I fucking love Venus. She was my girl growing up. She was my favorite of the Williams sisters. And I think mainly because her name starts with a V, but I was oh, I see that. You know, it's wild too. I'm going off on a bit on a tangent, but I came to the realization today. They're not that much older than us. Like when we were 10 and they were 15 and playing, it seemed like they were a lot older than us. But now that we're 36, almost 37, and they're 41 and 42, you're like, oh, they're like my age. Yeah, we're fucking old. We are fucking, but it's like kind of cool. Like I I enjoy that. So go get it, William sisters. Uh, Go get it, all of you. Have a great weekend. Thank you so much for supporting us. You guys know the drill. Five stars, leave a review. If you'd like to support us monetarily, you can go to patreon.com slash real moms of Bravo. We've got a lot to discuss this week. I know we say that all the time, but we've got trailers, we've got um, feuds, and we've got the Rena of it all, including why we are blocked by Rena. So if you want to find out more about that, go to our Patreon. And with that, we will catch you next week. You will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're Body. We've been a part of that too, but not anymore. At Body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a Pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way, in a This workout is fun, and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy, and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are Body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com.